I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Curious Conversations with Tully and Sarah. We sit down and chat with business owners, entrepreneurs, and some of the best conversation starters. This is a podcast about real life lessons and people doing cool shit. Hello, Tully Louise. Hi, Sarah. How are you? I'm good. I'm sitting in sunny Sydney with I you know. right now. How good is it to get out of Melbourne and be in Sydney? How bloody good. I know. It's actually amazing. It is a really nice day today. So how have you been? You have recovered from your cold? Yeah, my voice is back. Yeah, it is back. Actually, <laughs> I was just saying before, I've got a bit of a sore throat. I think I jinxed myself last week when I said I hadn't been sick. Yeah, well, there you go, huh? I know. What not a vibe. Anyway, we are up in Sydney, obviously, to record some podcasts. Yeah. And this episode is one of the podcasts we recorded with the beautiful Katie Williams. Yes. Who most recently, you would know her from Big Brother. Yep. And... But what we love about Katie, there is so much more than just her being on Big Brother. She was an ex-pro athlete. Yeah. And she kind of dives into her experience at Big Brother. I really, um, I enjoyed this podcast. I didn't know anything about Mm -hmm. Katie. I watched one episode of Big Brother. Yeah. And it was actually the one she got evicted. But she came in here, sat down. We spoke for about 15, 20 minutes yeah. before, and I was like, you're a vibe. I actually really like you. Yeah, I think she was very similar to us. Yeah. And actually, it's so funny. One of our friends said um, that she was very similar to us. So I, I, yeah, I really enjoyed it. She's into health, fitness, wellness, and what I liked is, and you'll hear it in the podcast, is she's all about helping people and, yeah. Self-development as well. Exactly. And always I think, trying to better herself as a person and which, always learning. Which we love. And I also think me, I know you didn't really watch much of the show. I did. And I think she played the game so amazingly well. And what I got out of this interview, and I kind of knew already because Katie and I have been like Instagram friends for a while, but she's so soft, a bit of an empath, soft. I would say maybe a little bit sensitive in a way, Mm -hmm. but the show portrayed her. You produced her in a different way. And I'm excited for you guys to listen more about what she's interested in what she studied, all that kind of stuff. It's kind of, it was a cool conversation. Yeah, and it was really fun to, and interesting to get a different insight to what the game of Big Brother's like. And yeah. I'm definitely. I don't think I will go on it, to be fair. Me. Like, I think, I think going on Big Brother would be such an amazing learning experience and it'd be mentally challenging, you know, all the challenges, what Katie said in an episode that I seen as well, like during the night there was one challenge and she had to jump in the pool three times. Mm. It was wild. It's definitely a test of your mental strength. Exactly. And I credit kudos to her because there's no fucking chance I could do that. Yeah. No way. Anyway, we hope you guys like this episode. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and pass on to all your friends. Have a beautiful Wednesday, guys. 
What's up? Hi, Katie. How are you? Hey, guys. I'm so good. Thanks for having me. It's, well, that's fine. We've just been chatting for the last half an hour. I find whenever we have someone in that's quite like us, I feel like you're like us a little bit. I feel that. Yeah. yeah. We feel like we end up talking for half an hour before we actually get into the podcast. So thank you so much for coming. We're in Sydney in your hometown. My hometown. Yes. You've got the road. <laughs> I know. How lucky. Um, so how are you today? I'm good. I feel good. It's been a really hectic few weeks, like a whirlwind, um, but I feel like I'm finally more grounded. Mm -hmm, It's been mm -hmm. uh, crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So you've just been on Big Brother for people that don't know who you are. You've been on Big Brother. Yeah. And what I wanted to know a little bit more about you because I know Sarah did too. What did you do before you went on Big Brother? Because we'll dive into Big Brother, but you were an athlete, right? Yeah. So I retired a few years ago, um, but yeah, like I I ran for Australia um, and did it like my whole life. Like really? I started running at age four oh. and um, I did like 18 years in my sport. And uh, yeah, people, I think people, people do know that because um, like a lot of my Instagram used to be running mm-hmm. and that's kind of where I grew like my following very slowly and organically just from um, posting like my workout videos and my road to Holland and um, road to France and yeah. yeah, as in like my training road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you're, you're not a track athlete though, are you? No, I'm a beach athlete. Beach sprinter. And how how big's that as a sport? Because I never knew it actually existed apart yeah. from the Nutri-Grain Ironman series. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah. Uh, so there's two different disciplines within surf life saving. There's beach athlete, um, which are the sprinters, and then there's the um, water athletes, which are like Ironmen and Ironwomen. Uh, but it's big. Like we do worlds every two years. We used to do worlds every two years. Um, a stack of countries do it. And, yeah, we've kind of like travelled the world doing this sport and it's big in Australia. It's also big um, in America. Um, I've been to China to mm-hmm. run. Um, sorry, not China. I've been to Japan to run. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, it's big in the UK as well. Like it's it's pretty crazy. The Japanese runners are really good. Really? They're really, really quick. Yeah, especially on the beach because they're so light. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Is it a full-time athlete gig that? It was for me except financially it's not a sport yeah. that you can make a lot of money in. Mm. So I ended up getting a job with Fox Sport actually because they used to um, televise our sport and then they knew like I loved the camera. I was, you know, yeah. as, like as soon as the camera was on I was like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> So I, they ended up offering me a role with Fox Sport and then um, when I retired like I had worked with a stack of sponsors and done a lot of TVCs with yeah. the sponsors and I think what people don't know about me is I've been in the industry since I was 16 yeah. and used to do like um, – like, yeah, I had an agent and so I guess – TV when, industry since you were 16. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and like I used to do presenting and emceeing and so when people kind of like now like, oh, like you've just done me brother and I'm like, yeah, well, I was doing this since I was 16. Yeah. Like it's, it's been 11 years in the industry. Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. So you had a bit of a profile before you went into Big Brother? Uh in the health and wellness space, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, really. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah. So you're yeah. passionate about health, wellness, and stuff like that. Obviously, I don't train people, but I am bringing out programs. Okay. okay yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. Just like, I mean, I loved training people. Like it was, so, it was fun. Mm. Um, but I would now rather reach people at like a mass level mm. than reach them just one on one, like yeah. or like within a group, that kind of thing. Yeah. So yeah. you're obviously quite competitive being an yeah. athlete yeah. and I could see that on the show that you were very competitive and yeah. you were like a strong contender. Have you ever had any issues at being an athlete and so young with anything mentally? Like were you strong mentally as well or had any trouble or anything like that? I am strong mentally 
And I believe that's because I've been through a lot. Yeah. Um, I think everyone's been through a lot and everyone has um, a story and everyone's been through pain and that kind of stuff. But, um, yeah, I think I experienced anxiety for the first time when I was about 16. Um, My um, cousin OD'd and um, they now are still, like, in front of my whole school. Oh, That's how I found out. No. And then a friend of mine died when I was 16 and um, I saw his dead body. And, like, so there's, like, a few things like that that – I actually realised what anxiety was when I was, like, 16. Mm-hmm. And I used to get, like, obviously, like, I had competed my whole life. Like, even at 16, like, I had been competing for such a long time and was used to, like, pre-race nerves and, like, knew the difference, mm-hmm. kind of knew the difference between, like, excitement and anxiety and, and could use um, anxiety or excitement in, like, a really good way mm-hmm. because, like, those kind of nerves really push you, especially as a sprinter, like, you're fast twitch. Like, you need that, like, it, that adrenaline really fuels you. Mm-hmm. But then I realised very quickly, yeah, at age 16 that, um, like, mental health is really important. Yeah. Um, and I actually don't struggle too much with anxiety, but I have had anxiety yeah. a lot in the past. Um, and there's been numerous things that I've been through. Um, like I had a car crash. How long ago? Um, just after I was supposed to go to Holland for world titles and I um, missed the biggest race of my life because I got really sick and was in hospital. Oh, wow. And then I retired. So I sort of went through like an identity crisis yeah. and not knowing like who I was and, you know, was really kind of obsessed with like body image and like, mm-hmm. you know, looking like an athlete and being really lean and really kind of like almost lost myself a little bit when I retired because I was like, well, I need to figure out like there's so much more to me than mm-hmm. just fitness. And like there was anyway, like I love music and travel and like, you know, I've got, I'm involved in an alcohol company now. Yeah, like, you yeah. know, so there's there's so much more in me even when I was younger. But when you do retire, you go through this period of like re-identifying mm-hmm. and like trying to actually figure out who you are. Yeah. yeah. And also like no one's clapping for you anymore. So yeah. like you go from these big competitions where everyone's like screaming your name and everyone cares about you and then like no one cares. Yeah. <laughs> and like it's not that no one cares. It's just that like you get so much external validation um, and, you know, I've been coached my whole life mm-hmm. and now over the last like five years like I don't have a coach. I don't have a boss. Mm-hmm. I've, I've never worked for anyone. Mm. I've I've had jobs, uh, but I've never really had a boss. And, yeah. like, so I think I'm kind of unemployable, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a bit of a rant. But, yeah, no, I have suffered from um, anxiety for sure. Yeah. But I, I don't uh, – I, I, I kind of – I do feel very resilient. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. We were talking before about your podcast mm. and you were saying it's experimental, is it? What, do you, what word did you use for it? It's a challenge-based podcast. It's a challenge-based yeah. So you do different challenges each week. Yeah. So to me that's you've got such a curious personality. Yeah. How did you get curious about the health and wellness space, mm. like quitting sugar, yin yoga, what fascinates quitting you? Quitting coffee. That's yeah. the hardest one. I don't know how you did that. Oh, I'm back on like, it. Like oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm obsessed with coffee. Why yeah. do you want to do that? Oh, why not like to like push the limits always. There's nothing I wouldn't give a go mm. once. Mm. And that's the way I like to live my life is, you know, like I am um, someone that is like curious to just like try new things and life is so short in any way. And I also think it's important to shake things up. Like you've got to yeah. constantly be evolving and changing and, and like being um, interested in the trends. So yeah. like I kind of am putting things to the test. So mm. obviously like, and a lot of the time, not a lot of the time, some of the time I'm not better for it. So like quitting sugar, I was like, I loved sugar. Yeah. <laughs> like, not, not that like 
I think sugar is bad. But like when I look at all the challenges that I've done, like I said, I think I've, I think I've done 24 Jeez, challenges. a lot. And then when I look at like the ones I was better for it versus the ones that I wasn't better for it, I really just come back to this kind of like take a little bit of the best things out the of the best out of yeah. each one to be the, to have the lifestyle that I have now. Yeah. So like I don't think sugar's bad. I don't think alcohol's bad. I don't think you need to do 40 minutes of Vedic meditation a day like I did mm. on the podcast, but I definitely think I need 20. Mm. So like for me, doing the challenges encourages people to look within, have a look at their habits, see what needs assessing. And by me doing these challenges in an extreme way, I then do the summary and explain to people, you don't need to do it this way, but you can try X, Y, Z and do it with an expert. Mm. So I'm interviewing like the best of the best and like people that are like amazing in their field. Um, and I'm just being, you know, like the the facilitator and someone that like speaks the truth about how I found that challenge. And like I'll say like, yeah, I wasn't better for it if I mm. didn't think I was, but I'll give reasons, like I critically analyse it. Yeah. So our tagline is how to think, move and feel better. But I'm measuring, like really critically measuring my social health, physical health and mental health. Mm. So like for quitting alcohol for two weeks, socially I didn't really enjoy it because I wanted to have a glass yeah. of red with yeah. my friends or like a celebratory champagne at my friend's engagement party. Mm. So it's like... I'm looking at it from multiple different angles of holistic health because when I was training full-time, I didn't have balance. Yeah, yeah. Right. I sacrificed. I had so oh, yeah, much true. willpower and yeah. discipline that I felt that I missed out. So I went through this really wild stage. It's like when you like let go of like an elastic band yeah. and just like there's this recoil. Like when I retired, I was just like kind of wild because I was like, oh, I couldn't do this like when yeah. I was training full time. Like and I couldn't drink cocktails. There's too much sugar in them. Yeah. You know, I'd always drink like tequila and like vodka and like yeah. all the clean drinks, which I still love. But now I just have such a better balance and I'm so much happier because yeah. like – Obviously, discipline's important, but I think it's so much more important to have balance. I agree. Mm. What was your hardest challenge that you've done so far? Hard, the hardest challenge was quitting coffee. Yeah, I, I really hated it. Yeah. How long did you have to do that for? Two weeks. And I was drinking four a day. Wow. And did you I get headaches or anything? Yeah, I felt shocking. Yeah. And I was working as well oh, and like nah. filming and recording. And Was that was, your idea to do the coffee one or was it someone, your producers? I, I, every challenge that I say absolutely no to – I have to do because in my own okay, yeah, in my sense. own heart yeah. because if I'm so resistant to doing it like yin yoga I'm a very hyperactive person and the idea of like doing yin yoga made me want to throw up and mm. I was like well I have to then so yeah. if I really don't want to do it I have to yeah but surely after maybe four or five days you started to feel a little bit better and the coffee was just more of a social thing rather than an yeah. addiction the withdrawal for me lasted for like a five, to, five to eight days. <laughs> wow. Actually. Yeah, because I was drinking so much of it. Yeah. And I had been drinking so much of it for 10 years. Yeah. I think it's slightly like it's common. That's very similar to you though. Yeah. We went to a health retreat and Recently. I nearly packed like emergency coffee just because she was so yeah. anxious about so we were going withdrawals. This, yeah, we are going to this health retreat like to be better, be better people to like disconnect, whatever. And I was so anxious going in about the no coffee thing. Like I felt sick. I was actually fine though, but we were allowed to have green tea, which obviously got a little bit of caffeine in it. But the fact of not having coffee made me feel sick. But I was the same. I was like, if I'm thinking like that, I need to do this without coffee because yeah. that's kind of not okay. Like I enjoy coffee, but it's not okay to – feel like you have to have something in order to be happier or like do you know what I mean like yes. so I feel that I don't know if I could do two weeks though yeah it's pretty heinous yeah do you yeah. have any challenges coming up 
I do have multiple challenges coming up, but I need to plan it with my life. Yeah. So one of my challenges is to train um, like I used to. So oh, we wow. haven't named it yet. We've filmed it. We've recorded it, but I need to do it. So it's like um, I think it was training like I did when I was world champ. So it's like going back to like oh, 14 wow. sessions a week and I'm like, oh, my God. Like oh my God, at the really? moment I've not been training a lot the last yeah. few the last few weeks I've not been training. I got sick and there's just been so much going on. Yeah. But I do normally try and – I normally am very active, but the mm. last few weeks I haven't been. That's probably why I don't I reckon you'll really enjoy going back to doing it because you won't have that pressure. It'll yeah. be hard, but, you know, the pressure of being a like, professional athlete, it's just kind you of like You can go and have a cocktail that night yeah. after training. Yeah, treat yourself after it. Well, I haven't been – because I trained on the track. So yeah. I trained on the track, but I raced on the beach. Okay. So oh. I'd spent like 10 years – I oh, spent like three days a week – on the track for 10 years. I would do beach sessions as well, but I've not put my spikes on and been back to oh. the track since I retired. Oh, yeah, I, I think PTSD. there's PTSD. PTSD. Yeah, right. for sure. Good. Mm. Okay, I want to skip to Big Brother now. So yeah. you obviously were on Big Brother. Yes. Now, why did you choose to go on Big Brother or did someone approach you? Uh, I was approached. Okay. I just wanted to know that. So did you <laughs> – no, because I just like – I was wondering like because there was you, Flexi Mama and – what was that girl? SJ. SJ. And they've never really done that before, have they, with people that have got like a profi- profile? There's a lot that are known. Um, really? Yeah, like Jess is a very known football player. Oh, yeah, I um, saw that. Daniel Hayes is very known on YouTube. Didn't um, know that. Marley is a professional basketball player. Didn't know that either. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, they've got a really strong cast. Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. Like I've been a Big Brother fan for years and I – Last year's and this year I found it very engaging and very entertaining to watch. Good. Yeah, really. Do you know what? I'm not really a consumer of the new versions of Big Brother, but I did watch it knowing you were on it. I actually like the fact that it seems like people aren't in there for fame. Yeah. At all. Well, you don't get much fr- from it in terms of following or anything. Yeah. But you, if oh, you look at terms of last night. You actually yeah. don't. Yeah. If you look at something like maths or one of those yeah. shows, Love there's, Island, maybe. there's no prize money at the end. Yeah. They, they seem to be more fame hungry than anything. I don't think you do Big Brother if you want fame because if you were going to do a show and you wanted fame, you'd be more likely to do maths. Batch or like yeah, yeah, yeah. something with a big with a bigger – I don't know. Like I know the ratings to Big Brother are good, but for some reason it doesn't translate to followers. Yeah. I don't really know why. I think maybe because you don't get to know the characters as well on Big Brother because it's more competitive. Yeah. Same with Survivor. You don't do yeah, Survivor true. if you want to get a big following because you they just don't, don't really get humanize it. you. No, you're a character. Yeah. Mm. We definitely played characters. Yeah. We didn't. I I didn't. I just was mm. myself, but they cut me as Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, they I, I'm not unhappy with my edit. Yeah. Um, but it's only showing one part of me, which is totally fine. Yeah. Like I don't have a problem with that. Uh, but there was a lot of like moments of like laughing and carrying on and being yeah. silly and like I am genuinely so empathetic I was and like I'm soft. very emotional. I'm yeah. very soft. Yeah. Um, but I am not soft on the show. I mean, yeah. I'm not, I don't appear to be soft on the show. Um, so there's a big misconception with how I've been portrayed on the show is like intimidating and mm. like fierce. And like, I've get that in general. Like I do get people say, oh my God, when I first met you, I thought you were so intimidating because mm. I don't know, just from the first thing and then yeah. two seconds later I'm like giggling and laughing no, and hugging yeah. him and like but they, a lot of that they don't show the full thing which I like like I said I have no problem yeah. with that but it's uh, only one facet of your personality and like yeah. your characteristics yeah. yeah you played the game very well I played hard yeah you did you played really <laughs> really you. well did you go in with a game plan or did it all just kind of roll out 
My game plan genuinely was to create connections in the house okay. and to be myself. Yeah. And I say that in all of my interviews, pre-show, post-show, was to create connections and to be myself. Okay. And I created connections and I was myself. I didn't hold back. Like I, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, look, the cameras were on me when Daniel on numerous occasions and when Danny had said some stuff to me and I just didn't react. Yeah. And in the real world, would I have reacted? I'm a lot I probably would have said a lot more, I guess, mm-hmm. but I was also aware of like <sighs> just not being like the angry girl. Like there was mm-hmm. very there was moments in the show where there was times in the show where I was very angry and I was extremely emotional. Like I mm. broke down a lot of times and um, Did they show that? I can't remember no, seeing that. They don't show yeah. me breaking down. Yeah. But I did. I was really struggling. There was a period of three days where I didn't sleep and I was really struggling and Danny and I had this fight with Nick and Jess and it was Jess and I and Danny and Nick and this fight had broken out and it was just, it got nasty and I didn't raise my voice. So did, like I said, I didn't lose my cool yeah. in the house and I think that's probably what made it worse is because I was just sitting back like, ugh, yeah. how are we still going? Like this is crazy. Um, but I would break down in with Big Brother. Huh. Yeah, but you just don't see yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. I actually am such a softie. It's no, just like I was, people don't tell, see that. Yeah. yeah, which is fine. I mean, my like my friends and family know me, and that's what matters. Yeah, like, and I know who I am. But yeah. like, I got trolled big time because oh, people just up. think I'm so tough, and I'm like, oh my god, like, I'm yeah. so, like I'm I am strong and resilient, but like I'm not made of steel. Like yeah. we were all, and I'm very vulnerable. You just mm. didn't see that. Like I, yeah, was extremely emotional, but um. Like for the right reasons. Like we had a lot of tears, like missing family and friends. Like it's a long time to be away from your family and friends. Like my friends also came to the house and they Did cut they? back. Mm. Wait, so how long in were the you house? They came um, to the house for a temptation challenge. Wow. And they cut a No, wait, how long were you actually in the house for? A month. Or oh, just fuck, sorry, just a few days before a month. Yeah. Okay. I didn't I didn't realise it was a month. Yeah, yeah. In there. It was like halfway. Yeah. But then intruders came in. So I was just about to make top 10 and then – That was what just happened last week. The yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to make top 10. And then I got voted out and then six intruders came in. So – And then yeah, some crazy. of them have got voted out. Some of them already yeah. been voted out. And then one just Left. self-evicted. Yeah. One just self-evicted. We watched yeah. that last night. Yep. Yeah. 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 In there, were you very analytical of people and their ulterior motives? Like did you yep. – there was no trust? It is hard to trust in there. Yeah, right. I'm a very trusting person, which oh, it's – I see the good in people mm. and um, that's hard because when you see the good in people, it's really hard to like actually – it's really hard to be intuitive in the house in mm. general because you are anxious when you're in there, you're not mm. sleeping. We didn't have coffee so like my – I was just cooked. My brain like was really not working. Like I really functioned well with coffee mm. and like you remove all the things that you love and you've got no like – nothing to like self-soothe, nothing to self- help yourself regulate. Like you can try and meditate, but it's too loud. Big Brother sets off alarms. Like it's just a one big human experiment and you're just like, it's like you're in a Sims game. You yeah. have no control over, you. you don't know the time, you don't know the date, you have no control over anything. And I'm a control, uh, well, I am, I'm oh. in control of everything <laughs> I do Same. in my life. We are too. Yeah. When, when you run your own businesses, like you, you don't, have to answer to anyone. Yeah. So when you're put in a house and you have no control, it's like, oh, well, yeah. I am an ant. <laughs> yeah, literally. Wait, because I think last year, I think they were in the house when COVID was happening, no? Yeah, and no, then I don't they, think they, and had then a they clue. showed it on the TV that like what was happening in the outside world and I don't think they had any mm. idea. I can't remember. Um, what was the toughest part for you being in the house other than not having coffee? Are, what about like exercising? Were you allowed to exercise? Like all that? Because I would go fucking bananas if I couldn't exercise. Numerous things were tough. One of them is not being able to have any contact with the outside world. Yep. Not knowing 
what's going on. We didn't know what was going on with COVID. COVID actually kicked off in my area just when oh, I got yeah, voted out. Yeah, and then I went into lockdown. I, w- I was in lockdown so much last year, close to three months in lockdown. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, because I had to do like, so we were in lockdown before um, the show, yep. then in the house. And then after the house, I took two weeks just off just to try and integrate to the real world. Yeah, that would be hard. <laughs> and then my area went into lockdown. Oh, wow. Mm. Oh, fuck. You were saying before that you're actually anaphylactic, aren't you? Yes. How did that go in the house with cooking and, like, do other people cook for you or what? Yes. Yeah, so we get food drops of rations mm. um, and that's all you get unless um, you do What's a 24 a ra- hour. What, what are the rations? It was tofu. I know that. Yeah, we fought over the tofu. Yeah, yeah. that's all yeah. I remember. Did you, you drop some, some kilos Tuna. in there? Sorry? Did you drop some kilos in there? Like, was No, it- I put on weight. Oh, I put really? on like five kilos in the house. Wow. Oh, yeah, because I was eating. exercising. Yeah, and also no fiber. You're not going to the bathroom. Like I was really not feeling constipated? Good. I was constipated. Um, you are on rations, which are just like you got no salt. You have to win the food. Yeah, of So course. if you want better food, you have to win the 24-hour mm. food challenge. And the 24-hour food challenges are super taxing. They're all day and night. And like the, the money tree, we had the alarms. The in alarm the one was, looked Did you awful. see me get in the pool in the middle yes. of the night? He did that. Oh like my God, you did it like three times. times. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, I feel so bad. And I wasn't sleeping already. They do. He messes with you. But that's you're signing up for a game. Yeah. Mm. And you're a you're a contestant on a game. And it's like a simulation. Like, yeah. so you can't really like whinge because it's like, well, you're up for 200, 250 grand. Mm. Like just suck it up. Yeah. But it was tough. Like he turns the water off on you. Like, so you only get one hour a day of water. So sometimes it'd be like 9am. We didn't know what the time was ever, but we try and guess the time. It probably would be about 9am and all the water's gone. So if you want to shower before an eviction ceremony, you have to jump in the pool. Get out. And that's what would happen to us constantly. I didn't so know like that I look so shit when I look at myself on television. I'm like, oh my god, my skin broke out so bad. I'm so puffy, swollen. I put on weight, and mm. I'm like, I was just struggling. Like, yeah. you know, I'm not eating normal food. I'm normally a pretty healthy eater. You know, we're eating white pasta, white bread. There is chickpeas, which I do love, and there's tofu, which I love. But like, it's all very basic food with no flavor. Which, to be honest, is fine. Mm. We we did have enough food. It's just that. It, you Wasn't get over right it. Food. Yeah, but they're doing that for you so you do lose it. Yeah, like I was going to say, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's to a like tactic. break down, yeah. Have you eaten tuna since being in the house? Yeah, it's fine. Oh, wait, do you eat tuna? Yeah, I'm yeah, 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 yeah. No, because on one of the episodes it looked as if you guys only had tuna and tofu. No, but they did. Yeah. We oh, would well, run out of food and there would only be like spinach left in the house. And like bread, like okay, so for lunch we're gonna have oh gross bread and spinach. spinach. <laughs> yeah, wow. Oh, were there connections that were formed in there genuine? Like, are you friends with the people post show now? Yeah, um, I <laughs> I don't speak to Danny. Okay, um, and he um, you haven't spoken to him at all since being out of the house. I don't respond to him. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, it's, it hasn't been very nice. On, like his messages haven't been super nice. So but it was a game. We, I prefer to just cut things off and let the network, you know, Deal handle. With, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Danny and I don't speak, and um, at the moment, mm-hmm. um, and everyone else I speak to don't have a problem with. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I speak to Mary all the time. Mm-hmm. I speak to Jess all the time. I speak to Tilly. I speak to Mel. I speak to Marley. We're all, there's, there's a group um, on Instagram where 80% of the housemates are on mm-hmm. and like 20% aren't, aren't in that group. Um, but like I caught up with Brenton the other day who's an intruder. So, yeah, I have no problems with anyone in the house at mm. all. Uh, but, yeah, Danny and I just went through a lot together on the show and I just – there's just – there's bigger f- fish to fry, bigger things. It's, it's too much of an energy leak for me. So I just let my uh, team handle it. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> 100%. Don't have to deal with it. You don't have – not everyone's going to get along with everyone. No. And that's what you have to – like I'm a bit of a people pleaser so mm. I – try and make people like me so that would be difficult mm, for me yeah. but I'm at an age now where I'm like nah fuck that can't be bothered yeah yeah what was the hardest challenge I know you spoke about the challenges but was it the alarm one no the hardest challenges were the eviction ceremony challenges and they were genuinely so Taxing. hard so hard what about like, that one where you had to stand on those boxes the, and there, there was like one little box what was that one I was one I won you won that I one, won yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can't remember. That was hard. They were all really hard. They're like survivor challenges. One of them, which was the hardest by far, was we had to hold 30% of our body I was literally about weight, to say that. The, yeah, and we had our arms yeah. um, parallel and holding out 30% of our body weight, but I it was like that. we got up to two hours and 40 minutes. You, you and Tilly were at the end. Me and Tilly. I thought you had that. Me too. And then she, I thought, I was like, oh, my God, I hope she drops. I hope She's she drops. She's a professional rock climber. I didn't she was know like that until She was like I an Australian rock climber. I did not know that. Yeah. The challenges were honestly really hard. Like yeah, they looked genuinely hard. really hard like survivor challenges. I didn't answer your question before about what the hardest thing about being in yeah, the yeah, house yeah, was. Yeah. The hardest thing about being in the house was no contact with the outside yeah. world, not knowing what's going on with your family and friends. We had just launched Vacay yeah, four days like yeah. Vacay Seltzer four days before. Didn't have no idea what was going on in the business, not having my phone, not being able to self-regulate, like not being able to go for a run. Like you're in four. Yeah, walls. That, I couldn't do it. It's I'm a very hyperactive person and I need nature and the ocean and music and mm-hmm. like I listen to binaural beats and I do breath work and I get in the infrared sauna and like I'm really am very mm. like kind of a hippie and I like, couldn't do anything in there that I loved. Like yeah, there's a pool, but, like, it wasn't super, super hot. Like, mm-hmm. it wasn't super hot because it was, like, October, November, mm-hmm. December. Um, and I think really the hardest thing was not having your food, not having any routine, yeah, oh. not knowing the time or day. Like, you literally strip away everything. For me, it was stripping away everything in my life that I love and just, like, trying to survive. Because, yeah. like, obviously, like, Danny and I don't get along and – it's tough living with people that you don't get along with. Like, I didn't have a problem with anyone else, but they're not your people. Mm, like, yeah. they're not your mom. Like, I that's why I was so close with SJ, Mary, and Jess, because I'm such a hugger and I need affection. Mm. Like, that's my love language. So, I'd always be hugging Jess and Mary and SJ and cuddling because mm. I was like, that I need that. Yeah. Like, it makes me feel human. It makes me feel like I'm not in a game. Mm. It makes me feel like I'm at home. So, not having your, like, and that's why you become so close to the your people. And, like, I speak to Mary almost every day and I still speak to Jess a lot. And you do get super close in there because that's all you have. Yeah. You don't have television. You can't read a book. You can't just go speak to someone. Like you are alone in a house with only your housemates that you are competing with. Mm-hmm. And Danny wanted me out from day dot. Like the moment I walked in, yeah. he wanted me out. You could see that. Yeah. So like knowing, like it's like I, I just could feel eyes on me. Yeah. Constant eyes. Like the intensity. So yeah. a lot. And I like, yeah, I'm used to doing things my own. Like I work for myself. Like I am pretty good on my own. So then you just don't get any alone time, which is really hard. 
Oh, I don't know. I, I don't know how you did it. I don't think I could do it. So the only alone time you would probably get would be in the bathroom, shower and the toilet. Yeah, and there's cameras on you everywhere. In the toilet? So I had this tactic and it's. I think the media have already picked it up, which I think it's iconic. Um, if I felt like I was like didn't want to be filmed crying, I would just take my clothes off. So I would just be oh. nude and just because – In the house? Like in the in the bathroom. bedroom, in the bedroom, oh, the yeah, bedroom. yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. They so, can't record you, obviously. Well, no. So I remember when this fight broke out, I was really upset and just I hadn't been sleeping and I was tired and mm. emotional, and I was really missing home at this stage. And um, I yeah walked into the bedroom and just like I would do this quite often, just take my clothes off because they can't actually yeah. film you. It's PG. Yeah. So um, that's probably why there's not a lot of me footage of me crying because you're all <laughs> just naked, just naked. Yeah. Did you learn much about human behaviour and? humans in there yeah definitely and how people react and um how people are triggered how I was triggered Mm. how I I didn't react negatively which I'm proud of Mm. um I think the old Katie probably would have been a lot more reactive Mm. but um I'm proud of how I handled myself you know with Daniel um I didn't react and I think that did set a really good example like obviously did go pretty viral like when I did post Mm. him coming at me like a freight train and um, a lot of the feminists were amazing and jumping on mm. to support me and I've had such great support. Like I've also had um, like he posted a photo with him holding a gun and he was like took the shot and he means me and like so from that. On Instagram. Yeah, from that post I had death threats and um, oh shut the my fuck God. up. From that post I had like violent messages come through. So I'm proud of not being reactive, I'm proud. Because the thing is I post that and then I had just like all my supporters back me. So um, really I've just sort of played the game and then just posted the content that happened in the game and I haven't actually had to say much. Yeah. Mm. So he posted content obviously that wasn't in the game, him holding a gun. Oh, no, he wasn't holding a gun. It was a um, uh, um, photoshopped Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's a photoshopped thing holding the gun. Yeah, 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 yeah. But so from that, because post-show he's been upset that um, there's been like Clementine Ford and Abby Chatfield and like Sky Wheatley like um, on my Instagram and talking about it and just like standing up for me and that kind of stuff and having a joke about things, like having a joke about him, that Mm. kind of thing. And um since the show there's like it's the back and forth trolling basically and I I haven't actually trolled him mm. and he actually hasn't trolled me he's just been upset with the comments have ma- have ma- been made about him um which I haven't which made are, are generated by his actions yeah though. and, yeah. and it's also show. like I can't take responsibility for what people say about exactly. you yeah. just like you can't take responsibility for what people say about me on yeah. your page but there is a difference between like the videos I've posted of him saying I'm coming you like a freight train mm. and he's one of him. Holding a gun. Like hold, like it's a photoshopped image. Mm. Yeah, but like that's very different. I got in trouble by him because he said I'm coming at you like a freight train and my caption was I bet it comes quick then. Ah, <laughs> I think that's, that's witty. witty. I think it's witty too. Yeah. But that's, that's, that was what has caused problems post-show but right. and that's why – and, like, I've since changed that and have written Blowing Off Steam or something like yeah. that. I could have written in that, you know, and I did write about how I felt and how hard it was for me and, you know, I'm actually just telling the truth yeah. about it was being tough and there's a lot that I haven't said and I'm not going to. Yeah. I don't wish, you know, my experience on the show was great. I loved it. I would do it in a heartbeat. Um, he has copped it enough from mm, people. Yeah. So I've kind of just posted what I needed to post, kept it pretty diplomatic in my mm-hmm. opinion 
And um, if people people can make their own judgments. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've done Carl and Jack and interviews and all the radio stuff and they've asked me all the questions and I've said what I, I've said what I've said, you know, mm. it was hard to live with. Do, do I approve of the way he spoke to me? I don't, but, you know, like I survive, I'm fine. Yeah. Like I don't want any more drama. I don't want any energy leaks. Like just like there's so much more yeah. in life and this is just a part of our lives that, you know, it's a really epic part of our lives and it's a part of our story, but it's not It's not everything. Like, yeah. yeah. So you would do Big Brother again? Oh, yeah, totally. I loved it. Would you? Yeah. 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 It was awesome. Yeah. Mm. What's well, one thing that you learned about yourself after being the Big Brother house? Like now look back, is there anything that you've learned about yourself? I guess I realised that I am strong mm-hmm. because I really did struggle in there. And yeah. I think, um, you know, like I said, there was a huge target on my back and my ex was in the house and mm-hmm. – um, I was living with someone, like I said, that we didn't get along and I realised that – I did realise that I am really strong mm-hmm. and I did – and I I suppose I didn't really realise I was until I was put in a house and realised, oh, I actually am a strong personality. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, I didn't think there's that many strong personalities here. And they're like, you're a strong personality. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so I did learn a lot about myself and um, to be honest, I'm really proud. Like I, I'm, yeah. I'm proud of how – I'm proud of how I played, you know. Yeah, I wanted to make it to the end but like like – I was playing really hard. Like mm. I took out three massive threats and then when yeah. it was my turn, they took me out. So I'm like, well done because yeah. I was taking out the threats. Like well played. I blindsided him and yeah, then he, he blindsided me. Yeah. So like that, you know, I'm that's the name of the game. Like I'm not bitter about it. Yeah. Good move. Like yeah. you, you won. Well done. Like, <laughs> And he was the one in the house when every time was someone was a victory, he's like, it's just a game. It's just a game. Yeah. Yeah. It's a fucking game. <laughs> it is a game. And it's like who plays the best game wins. What? Totally. What? And everyone plays differently. Exactly. I didn't want to play, like I'm I'm proud I play with integrity. Yeah, like I, I lied you- once and the one lie was to Nick and Danny mm-hmm. and it changed the game. What yeah. was the lie? That was when you- I shook his hand and said I'm not going to go for him and, and then I did. took him out. Yeah. Which was but the best move. But then he did it to me. Yeah. It was the first blindside of the game really and it was a shock blindside and it changed the game completely and, yeah. it, and it annihilated his alliance. It was so good. And then I had power and then he got me out. So mm. it's like it's fair game. Yeah. Like it was a big move and it did change the game and I got backlash for it but I also got love for it yeah. because it was the it was the move that needed to happen. That alliance needed to be broken up and then – after that, so we, it was Mitch, it was Mel, it was Nick, and then I was like, okay, let's go Danny. And then he got me. Yeah. So, like, well played. Like, you know, if you're going to make big moves, like, play hard, fall hard. 100%. And that's what I did. So, and I, look, I speak to Mel. I haven't spoken to Nick. She was um, a hard player. I'm friends with Mel. Like, yeah. we chat outside the show. Yeah. She she was targeting me. Like, yeah. she said oh, to me, 100%. oh, I wanted you out. And I was yeah. like, yeah, I wanted you out. Yeah. <laughs> like, she it's, was a hard player, like a farm girl, like super strong, mentally strong as fuck. What is it? It's the best liar, the best manipulator wins. Does the quiet underdog, underdog just Do you know what? I reckon Sid's playing it quite well at the moment. Sid's playing very but well. He's, and he's kind of like the underdog. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. There, it's really hard to – it's like Survivor. Mm. It's Survivor. You need to build relationships. You can't trust people too much. I was very trusting. Mm. I would probably play differently now. Really? How would you yeah. play differently? I think I was too trusting yep. with some people. And when I give my word, I don't break it ever, mm-hmm. ever. So do you think if you I was went never going to vote it? Jess out. I was never going to vote SJ out. Yeah. And SJ vote me, voted me out. Oh. And she was – we've had her packed. She was my mum. Oh, yeah. She turned on me. Yeah, 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 yeah. So if you went in, you wouldn't – I would probably not be as trusting as yeah. I was. Um, there, I think I, I think I played well. Like, I I, think yeah, did. I think I played well. Like, yep. 
at the end of the day, like I don't want the 250 grand if I have to break all of my values, mm. morals and values. Mm. Yeah, totally. Mm. I'd rather not. <laughs> yeah. 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 I would be like that. Uh, do you still want to talk about Big Brother? If you want to. I know. Uh, we were talking before and I'm so intrigued about you and your life and what you're cool. studying and where yeah, you've been. Yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah. yeah. So after athlete days, did you study anything, uni or anything? Yeah, I went what to did- UTS and did um, – um, bachelor sport, sport and exercise management. Oh, okay. You guys would get yeah. along. I feel like I feel yeah. like we would. Yeah. Too. yeah, I feel like we'd probably party well together. Yeah, too. <laughs> yeah. It's all about balance. Yeah. So from that, you did anything or what? Um, so I, well, I signed with Chic, um, Chic Talent, mm-hmm. and I got into um, sort of like I don't even know what industry you'd call it, like the media industry, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, and then I started doing presenting and emceeing and I was still racing and training. Um, and then I started doing workshops for young women um, called up. Real Talk. Yeah, with my oh, um, business partner, Sammy, who's a good friend of mine. We, we now don't work together. Um, and then I started doing – well, we don't, we've got a great relationship, but I wanted to expand it more and, like, make it mm-hmm. bigger and she wanted to keep it more intimate and then – I started doing work with corporates and then started doing these corporate workshops called You First. Um, what were these workshops about? Uh, health, wellness and self-development. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So and that's kind of where the podcast evolved to as well. Like I kind of wanted to give people like the right information and make sure the information they were getting was from credible people yeah. and experts. Mm-hmm. And I'm very much like I'm very intuitive and spiritual but I'm also very much like factual, logical and science-based, um, which is why I love to study and why I love – to get, you know, the best people to work with when it comes to like collaborating or doing workshops or um, on the podcast because like, you know, like I'm definitely knowledgeable like in the health and wellness space, of course, like I have a degree, but I think it's important to be getting everyone's like like opinions and like ones who are studying now, like that's why I find psychology so interesting because – you as humans, like we're always ever evolving and I'll always be a lifelong learner. Mm. Like I'll, I'll always, like I've done, I've done a lot of different little courses and I don't really want to ever stop learning. Yeah. Like, and then I started, then I was a trainer at, at Hustle Boxing. Um, when COVID hit, I like lost a lot of money because mm. a lot of the jobs that were coming through like social media and like ambassador roles, like I was working with Nature's Way um, as their like running coach and um, doing like these big um, runs for the city to surf and wow. that kind of stuff. So all these in, all these big roles kind of like dropped off during yeah. COVID and I was like, all right. So so then I started w- working and doing like coaching again and that mm. kind of stuff, which is fun. Like I, I think training people is epic, but where I want to be is um, behind the microphone, behind the camera. Um, and Educating. Yeah, more mm. in that. Yeah, and I want to do like retreats and workshops. Yeah, and like yeah. I said, I'm bringing out a program. Yeah. So that's where I want to be, um, kind of like using Helping my time. People. Helping yeah. people, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, th- literally like how to think, move and feel better is yeah. my tagline for the podcast, but for better for it as a business. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't want to sell my time hour. Like I don't want to sell like an hourly rate. Like yeah. I'd rather be having like passive income as well. Yeah. For your own self, self-development, what does that look like and who have you gone to for men- mentors? Uh, I have numerous mentors. Um, my first ever coach was Blake Worrell-Thompson and I've done his programs. I've just done Limitless or I thought I had to have a break from that because of in the middle of the show. But I've done Living the Life, which is his NLP program. Mm-hmm. Um, Chad Cohen's one of my mentors. Um, my two old coaches, my um, running coach Peter Crombie is the fastest man in the world. He was my oh, wow. mentor and my coach. He's 70, so he was, he's been the fastest man in the world for a long time, but mm-hmm. it's obviously not Usain yeah. Bolt's age dependent. 
Luke Edgel was my strength and conditioning coach. Um, and like I have a lot of mentors like in the business space and even like relationships as well, mm. like, you know, speaking to people um, who are, you know, just epic in their field. Like I think it's important to have people around you that can guide you. And I've always been coach and I've always had mentors. Yeah. And I'm always like open to to meeting like people that can make me think differently. Yeah. Like mm. I'm so open-minded with my with my thoughts and like my – not really my vision. My vision's pretty concrete, but like even my beliefs, like mm. I'm, I'll always question them. I think that's a really good quality to have. Yeah. Mm. Spiritually, very good what do you do? What do you do? Um, I do love breath work. Yeah. I think breath work's really cool. You can do trauma release breath work. Um, I've had pretty intense um, experiences from breath work where you relive experiences and oh, memories. Wow. Yeah. Because when you go deep in breath work, it, it affects the pineal gland, which is where you mm. store memories. Yeah. So you can do like <laughs> rebirthing breath work. And mm. um, I mean, the most common one is Wim Hof. Um, yeah. And I've got friends, like two very good friends around me who um, have sort of educated me a bit in breath work. Like it's still new to me. I want to know what's for you in the next like year, because I know you do have Vacay. Yes. Which is your alcohol brand. And it's just been stocked at Dan Murphy's. Yes. I actually do have a question about that. Oh, okay, because go. over summer we were like, what the hell is a seltzer? Yeah. They're everywhere. They're everywhere. Yeah. So White Claw is obviously the most known That's one. That's the They've American been one, for right? for six years. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they they were kind of like the pioneers yeah. of seltzer. Mm. Um, I am one of five owners mm-hmm. um, and I actually met James, who's the founder, um, on a Kentucky trip in – uh, Thailand. Oh, wow. And he told me two years ago that he wants to do this alcohol and it's a seltzer. And oh, I was wow. like, I don't know what you're talking about, but it sounds good. Yeah. Because he was describing like the calories and he was like, it's really low calorie, like it's really low sugar, like we can brew it here. I really want to do it. And he already has a very successful business called Our Pure Planet and mm-hmm. just he's just a boss. And I got to know him and his girlfriend, who's now his fiance, really well over this trip. And I was like, oh, my God, I really want to work with him. He was like, I really want to work with you. Let's do it. So he then, um, him and his best friend, Alex Kirkwood, um, Alex Kirkwood, Kirkwood is our sommelier who does all the flavor mm-hmm. profiling. Um, he's a mixologist and just a oh, wow. boss businessman together they both are. And then they brought on Mandy. So the three, they were kind of like the three founders and um, I, I was always involved from day dot, um, but myself and Alex Hayes came in as like smaller owners. So there are three founders that, you know, really had to inject a lot of cash into it. Um, And myself and Alex, although I've been in from the start, um, we have a smaller role within the company, but we also have staff. I think we have like, I think the whole team is 10 with five owners. Wow. Yeah, but the business is doing really well. That's amazing. But what's that actually mixed with? Oh, so there's two ways to make seltzer. So ours is a hard seltzer, Mm. which is brewed um, traditionally from beer. And ours is a malt-based seltzer. Ah. So ours is actually, we're doing a formula change. Ours tastes slightly beery, but it's about to not taste beery at all. Okay. So there's... It's really interesting. So there's a few other ways to make it. You can brew it off beer, which is a hard seltzer. You can also brew it off wine or rice wine. And they, to be honest, taste disgusting. Wow. All of the good... All of the good seltzers and the real seltzers are a hard seltzer brewed off beer. malt seltzer, which is from beer. So a lot of the big uh, seltzer companies are actually um, beer companies that have made a seltzer. Uh-huh. We're a standalone. Fella is a standalone. There's lots of standalones. Uh-huh. Um, but these new ones, there's like uh, gin-based seltzers and mm. vodka-based seltzers. They're actually not seltzers. seltzers. Yeah, right. Uh, so it's, that- it's kind of a 
they are, but it's not a traditional seltzer. Right. So ours is brewed traditionally. Okay, okay, okay. Um, but we're launching in the US. Um, we've just launched in Europe or about to launch in Europe. Europe we've just signed off on that. Um, and uh, Indonesia as well. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's yeah, cool. It's cool. So, we're, we're looking more global than we are Australia. Yeah. Yeah, because obviously we stand out in like other countries as an Australian. Like we look very Australian. Like we're yeah. called vacay. And yeah. The can looks it's Aussie. Very, yeah, it does. It looks mm. very Aussie. So are you focusing – so in the next – like just say like the next year, you've yep. obviously got that's expanding. You've got these programs. What else is happening in your life? I really want to, like I said, come back to study. So yep. I'm doing um, my Reiki course in a few weeks. Um, I'm going to do NLP mm-hmm. and I'm really interested in this psychology space mm-hmm. that I want to step into. For people um, who don't know what NLP is, what is it? NLP is Neuro Linguistics Programming mm-hmm. um, and it's the study of like human behaviour mm-hmm. and what drives people, what motivates people. Um, so from here out, I'm releasing a um, – I'm actually teaming up with a really epic trainer, which mm-hmm. I'll talk about when it's released. Um, and together we are creating a six-week hit program. Amazing. Um, which is the way I train. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's for the people who are, you know, you don't have to be an athlete, but it's mm-hmm. for the people who train really hard and, like, they've outgrown their F45 or their, their mm-hmm. body fit, that kind of stuff. Yep. So it's 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 more of that intermediate slash advanced um, space. That's kind mm-hmm. of the space I want to really move mm-hmm. into. And then I'm also going to do some running programs. So I have the 5k day movement um, and I'm really keen. And I've got like, you know, a lot of people that do this 5k every day. It's just a free oh, wow. community initiative. Yeah. And I started it like years ago. And um, so now I want to do like a 5k program, 10k, 21k program, yeah. but I'm just going to see what happens. But yeah, the, the, the health and wellness space is what I love. Yeah. Um, but I also am always keeping my eyes open for like other businesses that I can get involved in or um, other businesses I can create. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's That's fun. Cool. Yeah. You're like very much like a bundle of everything, which I love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you get bored of just doing the same thing? Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. actually concerned for like whoever walks into my life because <laughs> I am constantly changing. Yeah. And it's actually scary because I'm like, wow, like, I think when you live in this world of like, you know, you're like one phone call away from a new show or like when COVID's Mm -hmm. not here, I do get very bored easily. And I think when like opportunities, like I think it sounds bad, I'm very good at manifesting Mm -hmm. and I'm very into energy work. Mm -hmm. So things do really, like obviously I work hard and I I do hustle, Mm -hmm. but things really do land in my lap, like opportunities and there's always sick things and exciting things and adventures and I am a yes woman. So I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, I'm going to try that. Yeah, I'll try that. Yeah, yeah, I'll try that. And I think when you have that mindset of like this kind of like limitless mindset where you would give anything a go and you would just dive in head first and just see what happens and you're not afraid to fail, like obviously a fear of failure is still there, mm-hmm. but like I don't let it hold me back that much. So when you have that kind of mindset, it is a little like, full on because I guess like I do get bored easily and when things kind of like plateau I'm like oh what next because like I'm always on this kind of like it kind of is like a bit of a rat race and I'm kind of learning to be you know more present and more grounded and more content with what I have now because I've got such you know I've I do live like an epic life and I've got beautiful people around me and one thing I do struggle with is to just like slow down Mm. and just um like be proud of where I'm at because mm. I think when you're an athlete, like nothing's ever good enough. And yeah. it's kind of like I'm learning as I'm getting older to just appreciate where I'm at because yeah. you can't – like I'm very critical. Like I'm a full-blown perfectionist in everything I do, which is hard because it means you don't feel as good about yourself yeah. as you could, you know. So um, I guess that's kind of what I'm trying to focus on a bit more is like even though I'm always trying to do more and like – experience everything and like try everything 
it's also important to be like okay with where you're at now and be happy with who you are now. Yeah. Like it's kind of like an ongoing Journey. Battle. Yeah, Battle. 100%. Journey. 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 Mm-hmm. 100%. Well, it's been so nice to have you on. Thanks sorry, for having me. Um, I was going to say sorry about that vacuum, but I feel like Matt's going to edit that out. So <laughs> I shouldn't say that. But thank you so much for coming on. We've, it's been such a pleasure to chat with you. Thank you, girls. Yeah, thank it's you. Exciting. Come anytime. Yeah, buddy. seriously. <laughs> Come to our life. <laughs> party next time. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.